shot no good. Rebound in the corner. Van saves it to Key. Oh, shoots a at great the three. Look. It's gone! Woo! Lexi Keys makes what a three. A the Sooners take the lead with four and a half seconds to go. What does a victory over Texas do for you and your club now? I'm a happier than a pig eating sh**. And they stay there. And they stay yeah. And they stay there. Oh, you women, get it done at home against number three Texas to lock up the Big 12 regular season championship. That's big time. Big time. Uh, Jenny, this is her third year here, two Big 12 championships in three years, and she had some things to sort out when she got here, and she's won. She's won immediately. She's won at a high level. They need to lock her up long time. Oh, okay. They need to find a way to keep her on campus for as long as, as possible. I know some OU fans out there are, you know, Iowa's women's ba- Iowa women's basketball coaches, you know, maybe in the back nine of her career, and we know what that program's looked like recently. Jenny played at Iowa, so mm-hmm. I hope she didn't retire anytime soon, and Iowa comes after Jenny. Make it to where Jenny doesn't want to leave. I mean, she is yeah. she's really, really, really good, man. Really good. Yeah, and it's interesting, I think – when 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 we go to the SEC, uh, women's hoops going to be really competitive there too. So, um, yeah, who's good there? L- LSU's good. South Carolina's good. I mean, you got Tennessee. Tennessee's always had a really good program. That's one of the blue bloods. I think you, you got. Say. I think you. Like, if you look at, it, I think there's a bunch of like bracketology tournament teams. From the SEC that they've got in, Tennessee's not ranked right now, sixteen and ten. It's still weird to see Tennessee yeah, women's hoops not. I great. think they've been in and out of the top twenty-five throughout the season, haven't they? They're yeah. they're listed as a nine seed. Two ranked right teams now. you have in the SEC: number one South Carolina and number nine LSU. Yeah. Here, here's a question for you as we look ahead to the SEC. What's what sport is the SEC not better? than the Big 12. Men's hoops. Okay, and I I definitely agree with that. Not that the SEC is bad. It's kind of top-heavy. But the Big 12 is definitely better in men's hoops than the SEC. Mm-hmm. Is that it? <laughs> uh, or, or a better way to ask it, like once OU and Texas – I guess you could evaluate it this way too. Yeah. Once OU and Texas are in the SEC, what – will the Big 12 be better at sports-wise? It would still be men's hoops, but I think it might be the only one. Right. I guess wrestling because the SEC doesn't have it, but, you know. Yeah. You know, baseball is great. Softball is great. No, baseball is the best. Mm -hmm. Softball is the best. Football is the best. Track and field is the best, probably. Which I don't. I mean, I don't even know how that's done conference wise, and I know it. It is, but, um, yeah, I. I think everything. <laughs> everything right? outside of men's hoops, it's it's better. Is that right? And it, in some ways, it's a lot better than the uh, in the Big Twelve. Like right. the Big Twelve is a good baseball league. It is. Yeah. Big Twelve is a very good baseball league. 
the SEC is just a monster when it comes to baseball. And as I've told you before, and, and this is an opinion of mine, as much credit as the SEC gets in football, and rightfully so, football is not what the SEC is best at. The SEC, top to bottom, is best at baseball. Yeah. Because that conference really, really, really cares and really invests in college baseball. Because you've got, just off the top of my head, and I'm not even, you got Vandy, you got uh, LSU, you've got Arkansas, you've got, um, I think, both Ole Miss and Mississippi State. I mean, they fluctuate, but they both take it really seriously, right? Well, Baseball? They, they won back to back national champions. Like the year before, Ole Miss beat OU. Mississippi State oh, okay. won the national championship the year before. Tennessee. Florida. Dude, what was it last year? Was the championship series Florida and LSU and Omaha? Is that right? You yeah. mentioned Vanderbilt, an upstart program who I think made it to Omaha last year. Tennessee's really made some strides. South Carolina, historically, has been a really good program. They won back to back titles. A&M's even been pretty ago. good, haven't they? Even Texas A&M, there you go. yeah, is is a pretty solid baseball, baseball program. <laughs> they got to be some meat judging school. It's got to be something, I guess. Yeah. Well, UConn Bob says golf. Nine one eight says golf. Cruton therapist says golf. Doug Miles says wrestling. Well, golf. It's about to be. Uh, SEC whenever oh, OU Texas and Texas go. Yeah, right. I mean, you'll have Oklahoma State left in the Big 12. So, Paul and BA, SEC will be best in men's and women's gymnastics once OU is there. It might already be. Yeah. Now, OU is clearly the best program, but uh, gymnastics is big in the SEC, right? Florida's really good. LSU, LSU is really good. Alabama's I think, Alabama's good. Yeah, yeah, there's plenty of good stuff going it, it on. It just feels like it's the conference more than any other that just dumps more money into their athletic programs than the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, Big 12 ACC. I mean, doesn't that feel like that's accurate? It is, and I'll say this, a lot of that, is a benefit of the football pro the football conference sure doing so good. Sure I mean, is, that's yeah. where all the money keeps pouring in. And when football does well, the the feeder programs underneath get more money. Also, the hoops, the the diamond sports, uh, gymnastics, track, all that stuff. You know, they also get upgraded as well. So, yeah, a lot of, lot of football money has been spread around to other sports in the SEC. Cherokee Sooner says water polo is better in the Big 12 than it is in the SEC. Hockey? Mm, OU does have a hockey club. That's right. I don't know about the SEC. That's right. Sooner Jet says Tiny 12 will still be better at throwing batteries from the stands. <laughs> yeah, no one can take that away from Tech. I don't know. I it's liquor bottles in this league, not yeah, batteries. Yeah, we. I think we better visit everywhere before we say they don't have the title in that as well. Brent from Jinx, what sport will OU win its first SEC title in? Now that's a question. I think a lot of people are screaming softball, Patty, win softball. But that's the end of the athletic academic year. So some other sports will have an opportunity to win an SEC title before softball does. But is the answer still softball? Football? Football's going to win it first. I don't know. They'll have the first crack at it, won't they? Pretty much. Is there uh, like, soccer, Volleyball, I, I think, is in the fall. Volleyball? Soccer's in the fall. 
Yeah. I, I don't know. What's the, is the SEC volleyball a big deal? I, I don't, I don't even know. I do not know the answer to that question, nor will I pretend that hmm. I, I know that one. I know Nebraska's really good. Texas is really good. So there you go. Yeah. Texas and Nebraska feel like they're the best two teams most years. So the SEC will be better once Texas and yeah. the SEC playing volleyball. 303, Coach Hibble came from Georgia. Vanderbilt has a great golf team as well. There you go. Frozen Sooner says SEC schools cannot read or write, but they can play sports. Well, there may be some truth to that. It's paying the bills. As a fan, I'd rather my teams <laughs> be able to play sports than read or write. Uh, uh, what's the quote? When's the last time you saw 100,000 people show up for a science <laughs> experiment? I didn't show up here to play school. I didn't come here <laughs> to play school. What Cardell Jones said. Yes. That's dude, that's the life. Like someone said Coach Hibble came from Georgia. Vanderbilt has a great golf team. Well, Nate played football at Georgia as well, an excellent golfer. That feels like that would be the life as a college athlete. Maybe you're not making the NIL money that some of the football players are, but to be able to go to incredible places across the country and and golf and that's what you do in college and all the gear that you get like that <laughs> That feels like that would be the best sport to pick to play in college. Yeah. It'd be nice. No doubt. And I know everyone's just waiting on this info. So, um, volleyball, you have Arkansas, Tennessee, and Kentucky all finished in the top ten. Mm. Three top ten teams. And I guess Texas was number one. Uh, 405, the average academic ranking of SEC schools blows the doors off of the Big 12. West Virginia, Oklahoma State, and Houston are basically grade 13. <laughs> uh, 918 could be women's basketball to win first SEC title the way our women's team is rolling. It's a good point. Now, I think that they'll probably get a, a recruiting bump when they go to the SEC, but you know, there's going to be, and I'm not saying they can't do it, but there's going to be a talent discrepancy between LSU and South Carolina and Oklahoma for the time being. Jeff from OKC, how long will it take an opposing team to score a run at Love's Field? I bet, how about this for a prediction? Obviously, I'm kidding. But OU's first run they allow is in an SEC series at Love's Field. Really? Okay, like an SEC conference? An SEC conference game is the first time they allow it run at Love's Field. You're, you're, I'm not – I said I was kidding before. No. They got five games this weekend. Okay. Five games at home this weekend. That's going to be tough to roll through that. All shutouts. They've got Miami, Liberté. Uh, what is that? Uh, Louisiana. Louisiana, yeah. And then, I guess, Liberty again. And then Louisiana again. So – you think – are they going to shut out the series like the, the no. weekend? Oh, well, they have nine shutouts in 14 games, I think. Yeah? It could happen. I say they shut out three. Yeah. Three of the five they'll get a shutout in. Uh, KW in the 918, when OU goes to the SEC, is it automatically the worst slash oldest arena in that conference? Seriously embarrassing. We don't show more of a commitment to round ball and gymnastics. I have no idea what the basketball arenas in the SEC look like. None. Uh, There's some nice ones. Is, what's A&M got? 
A&M has a decent arena. I just don't know how many people Because they've never really been any good at basketball, nah, right? No, 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 no. LSU men's. LSU's is just fine. I mean, it's nothing nothing special. Arkansas's is cool. Um, Rupp Arena, everyone knows about. Tennessee has an awesome arena. South Carolina has an awesome arena. I think Florida's is pretty cool as well. Vandy's is weird. The most unique yeah. arena maybe in all of college basketball. Oh, yeah, that's the one with the raised court, Yeah, right? it's like so weird trying to watch a game there. And then Don't know much about Ole Miss or Mississippi State's arena, but I can't think that they'd be any sort of incredible. And then you've got – Alabama's, Alabama's building a new one or renovating it, something. Yeah, supposed to be building a new one. I, I don't know. I don't. I, we're just in a we're in a weird spot with it, you know. With they've been trying to get an arena deal done in partnership with the city for years now, years, and they just can't get it punched through i don't know what's going on with it now what the latest is no no idea so ah, we'll see on that if anything happens maybe maybe a jump to the sec gives a little bit of momentum to that i don't know but i think we should start playing our games outdoor like in the parking lot hey. and practice shooting against the we're with the wind one of those uh white men can't jump style yeah that's a real home court advantage just a, a big metal backboard yeah. rim it's all solid one chain unit rims with chain yes chain uh net that is a pretty sweet sound when <laughs> yeah when he's, yeah, it's, yeah that's it i, I used be a to play uh, one of my good friends growing up uh lived at an apartment and it was that exact goal just a massive cast iron dug into the ground so like 15 kids can jump on it and not destroy it with the with the old chain net it was awesome 405 pac 12 is weak overall because they are a bunch of liberal pansies hey i <laughs> love in. that the pac 12 is catching a bunch of stray arrows all here. two of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah oregon state and washington state bunch of liberal pansies such a Jeez. such a group of pansies they just decided to fold the whole conference um but speaking of destinations in the sec it does remind me that since i was not in attendance at right. Hilton coliseum last night it is more than likely that i will have never been to ames iowa in my lifetime I know. Did it. I did I miss out on something spectacular? Never going to Ames. I personally like their football stadium. Um, I like their football stadium. I like their sound. They have a great sound system. But outside of that, I don't think you missed a whole lot. I think the situation would have to be right to ever see a game. Like for someone here, I, I'm not. I don't think it's so cool that it's worth the drive to Ames and back. Right. But you, when you get to go on the team plane, like, okay, you fly me up there, hey, then I'll go to Ames. we had drive in 2020. Oh, it was that sounds horrible. awful. Um, mm. But, yeah, you're right. I, I would say that the stadium is cool. The sound system is good. The, cr- the fan base, the crowd is really good. Um, but, like, when Kansas – renovates and builds their stadium it'll be better because of the setting there it's kind of in the hills and and everything so i you didn't miss much no i'll drive to auburn this year if i have to i don't want to drive to auburn i'd rather fly into atlanta or birmingham or wherever and find my way over there 
That's a 12-hour drive. Mm-hmm. But I'll drive to Auburn because I think Auburn's going to be really awesome. Yeah. I ain't driving to Ames, though. Well, no chance. Is Ames, is that going to be the biggest stadium now? I think BYU is. Well, I don't know. Now with Utah coming in, I don't know oh, if yeah. Utah is or not. Or but I think Colorado. B- I think BYU was third largest behind OU and Texas in the conference this year. Nice. Whatever it's it's the best stadium. I can't be convinced otherwise. I mean that was that place was incredible. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Really cool. And I still think it's strategic that the home side is back to the mountains. I gotta think it's strategic at BYU where the visitor sideline is looking at the most impressive yeah. sideline that I've ever seen before at a college football stadium. Gee, so you got you want to talk about like two different worlds. You got Colorado, you got Utah, you got BYU, all in the mountains. And if I remember right, now it's not mountains, but... Arizona State? No, uh, Arizona in Tucson. Mm-hmm. I think there's some... I think you get a sight line at, in, uh, at Arizona State, too, though. For sure. Not snow-capped mountains like the others. Yeah, but. for sure. It's like... It used to be built into a mountain, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Um, so, yeah, you've got that, and then you've got the flattest part of the entire world, uh, Lubbock, Texas. So Lubbock, Manhattan, and Ames will be in the same <laughs> conference as Provo, Salt Lake, Tempe. Yeah. Pretty funny. What a conference. And then West Virginia, Morgantown just More hanging out during all of that. More mountains. All right, quick time out. More from the rush coming up. Keep hitting the text line, 651-3439. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet in Blanchard, USA. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. GMC Sierra, with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC. Are you someone with extra weight and looking to make a lifestyle change? Norman Regional's Journey Clinic is ready to help you get started. We are excited to be one of the only weight loss clinics in the region offering the SPATS balloon, the world's only adjustable gastric balloon, and also the gastric balloon with the highest success rate. There are no incisions and no hospitalization, just a walk-in, walk-out procedure. Join the tens of thousands of patients who have changed their lives with a SPATS balloon. Visit journeyclinic.com or call 405-515-2049 to request an appointment. Did you know that about 23% of Oklahoma's river and stream miles are impaired by bacteria? Pet waste can pollute surface and drinking waters like Lake Thunderbird by contributing harmful levels of bacteria. Be sure to pick up after your furry friend when you're out and about. We drink our storm water, so please do your part to help protect it. For more information, visit bit.ly forward slash Norman Stormwater. Hey! 
Have you or someone you know suffered a loss to your home or business from the recent storms? Before you accept a settlement, call Brown O'Haver at 405-735-5510. Brown O'Haver is a local-based company helping Oklahomans with claims since 1988 with preparation and expert analysis detailing your loss and insurance settlement. As your trusted consultant, Brown O'Haver can give you peace of mind and make sure you're getting what's yours. Call Brown O'Haver today, 405-735-5510, and make sure they're working for you. How was your drive to school? Let me tell you. I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. I had to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then, someone started calling me and... Let's try that again. I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Jelly Jelly adjective Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt U.S. Kids and the Ad Council Landmark Fine Homes is a custom home builder in Oklahoma City. Our commitment is to build energy-efficient, custom-quality crafted homes around the metro OKC area. If you are looking to build your first home or last, Landmark Fine Homes is the builder for you. We have many floor plans to choose from, or bring us one that you already have. We have communities throughout the metro where we will build on your lot. Call 405-347-5991 and let Landmark Fine Homes help turn your dreams into a reality. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split second, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives. Taking you home on a Thursday, it is the Rush on the Ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, a few texts, and we'll move on to more college football. 405 says, can we get that Bedlam rugby score again? Well, yes, you may. It was OU 72, Oklahoma State 15 in rugby this past weekend. Ouch. Do you know much about rugby? I sounds know like a beatdown. Absolutely nothing but about rugby. But 72 to 15 sounds like domination. Sounds like a beatdown to me. Whew. 72-15. Marietta Sooner says Arizona State used to be around 70K-ish. I don't know now. Yeah, I don't know. I know they had Super Bowl there at one point, right? I think more than once. Yeah. I think the, didn't the Cowboys beat the Steelers there in the 90s? Had the Maybe. Super Bowl there? Uh, 918 Ames football atmosphere is good. Yeah, it is. KW the 918, careful what you say, Tyler. Men's team might shoot better outdoors. See? There you go. Shoot better with the wind. There you go. 405 OU Baseball will be the worst facility in the SEC, and it ain't even close. Bad, and we have baseball tradition. So, that's where we're at on that. Well, that's true. That's true. I think there's plans, though. There's plans, plans in place to They've make got that some better. stuff going. 
And, you know, remember what I was saying about the SEC, the football, the amount of money that those programs have been bringing in. And I know we bring in a lot of money. So this isn't just I, – I think that one of the great parts about this is we should have a lot of extra resources to spread around to other – uh, athletic programs. At least that's the hope. You know, I, we'll see. I have the top ten highest-paid head coaches in college football. Let's roll down the list here and kind of a, a short blurb on each one. Dabo Sweeney at Clemson, the highest-paid head coach in college football, eleven and a half million dollars a year is what Clemson is paying him right now. When you think of Dabo, you thought of something five years ago. What do you think of now? I kind of think it's his last year. I wouldn't shock. I don't think that'd shock anyone. The I other coaches that have retired, he's got his two titles. He's got his money. I don't know. I don't know what what their season is is looking like. It's going to be. I I don't know a whole lot about their football team. I know they start off with Georgia. That's a loss. They're at Florida State. Um, outside of that, schedule's really easy. I mean, it's not like they had a hard schedule last year and they were 4-4 four and four in conference. So It just doesn't feel like he loves the, the game currently of where it's at. And that's fine. Like, I'm not going to hate on him for that because it has changed dramatically. Hey, I'm a fan, and I don't love most of the changes that are happening in the sport. But it, it's either at the point now you adapt or, you know, you kind of fall back to the pack, and that's what's happened with that program. It Falling feels back like to the it. Pack. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, I'm pulling it up now. Well, they're number two currently for the 2025 class. Now, I know that's it's really early on that. But in 2024, I had a number 11 class with a couple of five-star recruits. That's not, that's no, not bad. No, but they're doing absolutely nothing in the transfer portal. Yeah, And I know that they won two national championships without recruiting in the top five. But you got to be somewhat active in the portal. And I think this last portal cycle, they didn't take anybody in the portal at all. Not one player. Yeah. So, I, I, I think it's pretty clear on how he, on how he's going to operate here moving forward. Yeah. Maybe you have to have um, – maybe you have to have transfer portal guys. Maybe not. I know it definitely – like the one good thing about not doing not having transfer portal guys is you do not stunt the growth and the development of the guys on your right. roster. Right. But here's the problem with Clemson. It's not just that they're not getting anyone, which yeah, like you're saying, like you can do you could have a minimal amount of ads every single year and, and still be fine. But like Andrew Makuba left Clemson, who's a really good player, and he's at Texas right now. Like they've lost some players yeah. via the portal that would have been key contributors for them. And they're not replacing those players with anybody through the portal. Right. So, okay, let, let, let's move on here. Uh, Kirby Smart at number two. He's got it rolling, and I think he's got – I think he's got the best team in college football right now. And I know that's not saying a whole heck of a lot, but they may have the best quarterback coming back, and most people don't even know who he is. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's, for the fourth consecutive year. Yeah, that could be the case at Georgia. And, and there, he is now. 
you can say what you want about the games that he's won, but uh, Carson Beck is a better quarterback than Stetson Bennett was. I mean, last year, uh, I don't know if anyone knows this or not. Carson Beck last year, 72.4% completion percentage, 3,900 yards, just under 4,000 yards, and uh, had 24 touchdowns to just the six interceptions. And, you know, that's his first year starting. Uh, third highest paid head coach at $10.3 million. Just getting that with a new deal. Steve Sarkeesian at Texas. He's got it rolling. He's doing a lot of really good things. Good. They feel good about it down there. I they you that feel much. good about it. Uh, the program seems to be in a good spot. They've recruited really well since he's been there. They've done really well in the transfer portal since he's been there. You haven't heard a whole lot of off-field issues or distractions that have been going on down there. It feels like they've they've been able to put their head down and work, and the results have been pretty telling. Ryan Day is fourth-highest paid head coach, 10.2, just under Steve Sarkeesian. Big year for him. Big year for him, and has to be, without a doubt, the least appreciated coach in college football. Mm-hmm, yeah. He's lost like five, six games the entire time. <laughs> yeah. when people hate him up there. Yeah. Yeah. They, they've done really well recruiting, and they've, uh, they've put together a really nice portal year as well. They're going to be really good. Fifth highest paid head coach, Kalen DeBoer at Alabama, $10 million a year. I just I don't know. I, I think know. he's a really good coach. Yeah. I just I, I think that I think I'd be saying what we're saying about Kalen DeBoer for a lot of head coaches out there. I think he's a really good coach. Yeah. I think he can recruit there. I think he can win. But is it just an unrealistic expectation following Nick Saban? I think the answer to that is yes. It's just kind of weird. Why why him? Was he was he their number one name? No. No, um, I'm sure they tried. Just I, I, I'm sure they didn't think they'd get Kirby Smart. At least I, I'm sure they tried. Texas fans or Texas media will tell you that they tried with Sark. Yeah. And Dan Lanning um, sounded like they really tried to pursue Dan Lanning as well. So yeah. he probably was in that next group after those three guys. It's just it's an it's such a. It's an interesting hire for a bunch of different reasons, and I. It's not his part of the country. He ain't got any history there, which is, you know, that's that doesn't tell you everything, but he's he's just doesn't have a really long track record and you don't have to have a really long track record. It's just I don't know, it's just a weird hire. I don't Weird hire. Tied for fifth with DeBoer at $10 million. Guesstimate because it's not public is Muleshoe himself at USC, Lincoln Riley. Yeah, University of Southern Cal head football coach Lincoln Riley. Uh-huh, that's him. Uh, big year for him. I, it, it, he's got to be on the hot seat, right? Depending on what his contract looks like. LA Times uh, sure thinks that he's on the hot seat. Who's that, Bill Plaschke that said that? Yeah. Uh, I he, he's. I just don't know what the buyout number is. I know, that's that, the I thing. mean, that's a big determining factor of whether he's on the hot seat or not. Who's the buyout? Uh, or what's the buyout look like, and you know who can you get to come in and, and take over that job? Uh, it's just it's fascinating. Whenever I look at the, I'm looking at 
the 24 class, the class that's just signed, it's now on campus. I mean, he ain't close to recruiting where all those nope. other coaches are. Nope, nope. And I was told that he was going to own West Coast recruiting. Oregon's doing a better job in California than USC is doing in California. And yeah. it's really not all that close, to be honest with you. Yeah, I I don't know. It It's – and I don't know that – what type of success they had in the transfer portal either. You know, that was the big thing for him is, okay, we're going to go all out in the transfer portal trying to, trying to get some players to come in here. And I don't know that they've done it. So isn't that interesting? I mentioned six head coaches, the six highest paid head coaches in college football – Dabo Sweeney, Kirby Smart, Steve Sarkeesian, Ryan Day, Kalen DeBoer, Lincoln Riley. And only two of those did you say, yeah, got it rolling. We're questioning Dabo, big year for Ryan Day. Kalen DeBoer is a good head coach, but, you know, is it unrealistic there? Lincoln Riley, things aren't going well. Like, only two of the top six coaches right now. Does it feel like, yeah, it's going well there? I would say with Ryan Day – I, I think it's going really good there with Ryan Day as well, but he's, he's Michigan. still under a ton of pressure. And that's what I said. He's, I think he's the – he gets the least credit, and he's taken for granted by that fan base. All it takes is one bad, bad hire to throw things in into haywire. So All it takes is one more loss to Michigan for him to be looking for another job somewhere. Bam. Good point. That's right. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Couple of segments left. Stay with us. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet in Blanchard, USA. The OU men's basketball squad hosts the nationally ranked Houston Cougars this Saturday night. Tip-off is set for 7 o'clock at the Lloyd Noble Center as former OU coach Kelvin Sampson makes his return to Norman. Tickets are selling fast for Saturday night hoops at the LNC. Visit Soonersports.com slash tickets for more information and to reserve your seats today. The Gimme Zone is back in 2024. Join Golf Digest panelist Brian Vineyard and myself, Josh Elmer, every Saturday morning from 8 to 10 a.m. as we break down and dissect everything in the world of golf right here on The Ref and the KREF app. Hear from great guests and from the game's biggest stars as we spend every moving day with you. From February at Pebble Beach, through the majors, to the Tour Championship in September, the number one choice for golf coverage in the state of Oklahoma, it's right here on The Ref. For three generations, the John M. Ireland and Son Fiener Home and Chapel in Moores continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funeral home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've You've got got our our word on it. 
Now that open enrollment for health care coverage has ended, there's still several options to consider that just might benefit you. Need to purchase your own health insurance? Confused about Medicare? Considering offering benefits to your employees? Call the agents at Allison Insurance, featuring 70-plus years of combined insurance business experience. They're able to help clients avoid mistakes when purchasing individual or group health insurance. Call Allison Insurance at 800-580-5587 or 745-2968. They are the experts. Hi Norman, it's DJ Newsom with Alliance Bank, your community-driven, friendly neighborhood bank. Whether you're a budding entrepreneur, lead a nonprofit organization, or just someone seeking a better banking experience, we've got you covered. From business to personal banking, we tailor our services to suit everyone's needs. We believe in making banking easy and enjoyable. Visit our Norman location or call us today at 405-286-5750. Alliance Bank, banking tailored to your needs. Member FDIC. While serving in Iraq, our vehicle was hit. They didn't think I was going to make it. I'm LaToya Lucas, and I'm a veteran. I had to learn to live with the scars, both visible and invisible. DAV helps veterans like LaToya get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. My victory is overcoming my wounds so I can help other veterans. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Experience peace of mind with Kennedy Roofing, where you're not just in good hands, you have a dedicated professional team backing you up. I'm Tyler McComas, representing Kennedy Roofing, your trusted family-owned and operating roofing experts located right here in Norman. They are licensed and bonded within the state, ensuring top-notch service for projects big or small. With over 50 years of industry expertise, Kennedy Roofing is your go-to solution for roof replacements. Visit newroofok.com to reserve your inspection today and discover why Kennedy Roofing is the name you can trust. One smile is great, but one smile in a community of smiles is so much better. Smile Train celebrates the cleft lip and palate community by empowering medical professionals in over 70 countries to perform essential cleft care in their local communities. Learn how Smile Train is helping the cleft lip and palate community at smiletrain.org/learn. Smile Train, changing the world one smile at a time. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, Knippelmeyer, Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. Talking about the uh, highest paid head coaches in college football last segment, and it says, so what you're saying without saying it is the game has passed Dabo by, and who has Brent modeled OU after? I'm not saying the game has passed Dabo by. I'm saying that I don't know that he – is all in like he was previously. I think he is annoyed with where college football has gone. And because he's got a lot of success in the rear view mirror and, you know, and I, Hey, I will, I will say this. I admire the man that he's got his principles and he's sticking to them. Um, Coach Venables has not, like, there's some things I'm sure that he's carried over from Dabo, but I mean, we just signed how many guys in the transfer portal? Well, that's what portal? I was about to say is I'm sure there's some similarities with the yeah. day-to-day of the program, but the transfer portal is, is much different. OU's been very aggressive in the portal and Clemson's not active whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think the game is 
Are you suggesting the game has passed Brent Venables by? I mean, I I don't think that's the I, I wouldn't think that's the case at all. I I think Coach Venables is still uh, when it comes to defensive minds, he's right there at the top. Jason Fairs says we just need to hang on to the Lloyd Noble Center for another decade. By then, it will be considered nostalgic and cool to play there, like the old Madison Square Garden, right? Hey, if you win a bunch of games, that there's a ton of truth to that. Well, the Absolutely. Knicks haven't won a game, bunch of games in a long time. And, I know. But so many other cool things have happened at MSG that it is historic. That's true. You know what's funny? I, the Knicks, I'm 42 years old. And as long as I can remember, the Knicks have never been any good. Like, not just... Uh, you go. You got to go back all the way to like the early '90s, and they were okay, but they didn't win a championship. I feel like the most relevant the New York Knicks have been in my lifetime, and I'm 34, is during the Lynn Sanity run. I know, <laughs> like a decade ago. I know, that's right. That's more than a decade, I guess. That's the craziest thing ever. I don't know how that's. I mean, most places at least fall into dumb luck. One year you the the ping pong ball comes out at the right spot and you get the the top pick. I mean it's uh, it's crazy how bad they've been. What about New York sports in general? I know this is not really our lane, but we're kind of here at least for like you know a minute or so. Mm-hmm. The Mets haven't won a World Series since '86. The Yankees haven't won one since '09. The Giants won at the tail end of Eli's career. Oh, they won in '08 and then. The Jets, 12? I mean, God, it's it been a long time since the Jets have won a Super Bowl. Yeah. The New York Rangers won it in the 90s. It was like 95 or something like that, 95, oh, yeah. 92. I remember whenever they were good. Yeah. Uh, Martin Messier, Messier was there. Messier was there, yeah. Um, who else? What other sports do they play in New York? I don't think they have any big time. Like, it, it feels like it's been, unless I'm missing something just super obvious, feels like it's been a while for major New York teams since they've won anything significant. Yeah, and I don't know what the the Nets know. No, the Nets know the Yankees. It's not lack of trying for the Yankees. They spend more money than anyone else in baseball pretty much every year, don't they? I still think that's the case, but boy, it's Dodgers. been a while. Yeah, it's been a while since they've even played in a World Series. I think the last time they won one is the last time they played in one. They had uh, they had an incredible group of guys together. Uh, you know, pitching staff, closer, position players. They had it all there for a while and haven't been able to recapture well, it. New York sports radio has always been angry. I'm sure it hasn't been any more pleasant over the past decade. They haven't won anything. Yeah. I, I have no idea. I, people could probably come up with the reasons. I don't even know. I have no idea. Bo in Murray County says, BV and his staff hit the portal hard. We dished the NIL. We are gr- getting great classes. Texter is on crack. Yeah. Well, I don't know if the Texter's on crack, but maybe just trying to link maybe the two together and that Dabo's, hopefully, he, whatever mindset it is that he has, hasn't infiltrated our program and I don't think that's the case I really don't think that's the case I mean, it's it's not you can just plainly see it with the way that we've recruited with the way that we've gone but, about the transfer portal and even the NIL stuff you know 
I don't know what Clemson is doing NIL-wise. I haven't heard of any, like, big deals coming out of there. But, you know, Venables has been really measured in his approach in NIL, and I think that he's – I don't want to say changed his tune, but he's he's done some different things than maybe his initial vision with what he was going to do has been. Well, and I guess I'm going to stick up for Dabo and Clemson at least a little bit here. Are, are there some things that you wouldn't want to replicate what's going on at Clemson right now, how they handle the portal and some other things? Yeah, probably. I think that's the case. But not everything at Clemson's bad. Right. I mean, it was good enough to win – two national championships and play in two others in like a seven-year time period, right? Yeah. Played in it in 15, won it in 16, won it in 18, played for it again in 2019. That's 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 even more recent than seven years. That was a hell of a run that they had. And I know that that wasn't just last year or anything, but that was a pretty successful run, man. We were saying Alabama or Clemson was right on par with Alabama not that long ago. So I'm sure there's at least some things that you would want to take away from that program. Last year is the worst year that they've had in a long time, and they were nine and four. You know, nine and four. And I know that their schedule wasn't. I guess they beat number 15 Notre Dame. They beat number 20 North Carolina. They lost to number four Florida State in overtime. Lost to Miami in overtime. I think then they have a game-winning field goal and Clemson missed it. Something happened. I, I think Clemson should have won that. That's game. right. I don't remember. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they missed it. Game-winning field goal and Florida State went down and and scored to tie it or something to go to overtime. You're right. It was something crazy. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll come wrap things up next. It's the dead of winter, but that doesn't stop the rush from bringing you the sooner football talk you want. Catch Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 right here on The Ref and worldwide on the KREF app, the home of sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. There are trucks, then there's the truck. GMC Sierra, with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi